Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. situation for the age of creation for he laid the foundation was a plan for expiation christ became propitiation meaning he switched his places on the cross for our disgraces in the crowd he saw our faces yo what's up everybody grace and peace to my brothers and sisters listening tonight i have on the show a very special guest uh uh, a reformed brother by way of canada of all places yes you heard it here first the bar is international now uh, officially and i have on the line a very phenomenal brother who I've grown to love more and more through with each conversation by the name of Josh Kreese. And if you're into the Christian hip hop scene, you might know him as Aeon. And Josh, go ahead and say what's up to everybody for me. What's going on, man? Uh, as you as you already said, I am Canadian and it is freezing up here. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's what's freezing? What's freezing for a Canadian? Uh, I'm trying to think. So, um, we do Celsius. So, like, it was, like, almost minus 30 this week. I'm trying to remember what that is uh, Fahrenheit, though. I think I, it's somewhere around minus 30 Fahrenheit. <laughs> I, you know, I'm the type of person, man, once you hit zero, it's just zero. I don't care. It's cold. That's too good. Minus yeah. 30. No, God. seriously, bro. And, like, I'm just, I, I chill and I write in my igloo and all that, man. You know, we just kick it up here, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I've never been to Canada, man. But I, I, whenever I will, whenever I do go, man, it's gonna be one of those days where it's not negative thirty. I'll tell you that much right now. I can't deal, yeah, man. Well, but no, I'm I'm glad you came on tonight, man. I, I thank you for for gracing us with your presence and and uh, giving us an opportunity to uh, to listen to you talk and and share your heart on some things, man. This uh, I really I really appreciate this. Uh, this is this is big for us, man. And and uh, so I guess the. You know, I guess to get right into it, man. I um, everybody loves to hear that conversion story. Uh, uh, so so if you don't mind, just go ahead and share your testimony about how uh, you came to know Christ, and and uh, yeah, we, we'll go from there. Oh man, um, <laughs> so I to be honest, I don't know kind of how old I was 
when it happened, it would have been probably in my early, in my early twenties. I'm 28 now, but, uh, yeah, I was just, uh, I'd been doing hip hop since I was 13 years old and, um, doing secular hip hop. And I wasn't a Christian. I grew up in a Christian household. Uh, we actually grew up going to a charismatic church. Uh, so we had a, we had just a, just a ball, you know, speaking in, speaking in tongues and all that stuff. But, uh, <laughs> we, uh, no, I'm just messing around, but yeah, no, anyways, no, I, know, I, know, I know how it goes. <laughs> so we grew up, uh, grew up in a charismatic church and I, I was never a believer. Um, and then I moved out and kind of, I stopped going to church, didn't, uh, didn't attend anymore, basically became an atheist for a couple of years. And, um, I, I, one day my dad just kind of sent me like a, a little sermon clip by, uh, by Paul Washer. <clears throat> and I, I still remember that sermon clip, man. Uh, it, it is one of the most amazing clips ever. In fact, when I became a believer, so I, I heard that sermon clip and it convicted me so much that um, over the next couple months, I, I started reading my Bible again. And, and at some point, like God just convicted me of my sin and uh, totally changed my heart, gave me a new heart and, and changed my desires. And like, it was a, it was a slow, gradual process. And um, yeah, it's just a crazy thing. And I took that, I took that, uh, that sermon clip and threw it on my first mixtape and yeah, the rest is history, man. Like that's kind of, kind of how it happened. And, um, I knew my wife, like she, she had been praying for me. I, I wasn't married to her at the time, but, um, we had grown up together in church. We become really good friends and she kind of helped me along in some of this stuff. We, we even got into arguments about it when I was an atheist, like, um, cause I still talk to people from the church and, and she was, it, it was really funny how she was so persistent with me to try to share the gospel. But yeah, man, like, so that's kind of, that's kind of how I became a believer. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's crazy. Just thinking back on it. <laughs> yeah, man, no, that's awesome. Uh, your wife all along just to help me from the jump. That's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Praying for you, yeah. praying for you and so forth. Yeah. And so you said you, you were, you've been rapping since you were about 13. Yeah, bro. And I got the, like, I got the most typical, typical rap story ever. Uh, every white guy has it. Uh, I just watched Eight Mile when I was 13 with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yo, white people can do that, then I can do it too. So I just started, I, I was writing poetry before that, and I just started writing raps. And man, I was so bad. Like, just not even funny. I, I got like, a mixtape the first mixtape i ever put out i was like i think i was 17 when i first recorded and man it's horrible those will never see the light of day every now and then when i need to be humbled i go back and listen to those bro yeah yeah i know about those yeah and you know you know the funny thing about those types of uh like like my uh my kids heard my like my early stuff when i first started rapping and i hate i mean i absolutely hate everything on those cds and they always like, can we listen to that? Can we I'm like, no, that stuff's horrible. We don't, you know, we don't. Oh, I don't even man. know why I still. I don't even know why I still have them. Like, like, like. I don't have I don't any know. of them anymore, bro. I, I got it on. Uh, I got it on my iPod, and uh, mm -hmm. every now and then, my wife is like, she doesn't like listening to 
like full CDs. So she puts my iPod on a shuffle, and every now and then one of those songs will come up, and we'll just look at each other and kind of laugh. It's <laughs> just great. Oh um, my. I cringe at the older stuff, man. I kid you not. It's like, ugh. Yeah, yeah, man. And so how long, like, when you finally, you know, were converted, uh, did you just start Christian rapping right away, or did you give it a minute? Like, oh, how yeah. You- yeah, that's that's the bad part, is I kind of just jumped right into it. And uh, I think people can definitely tell when you go and listen to my original stuff, like my, my mixtape Boiling Point, the uh-huh. just you can tell <laughs> the theology's yeah. not on point. Like there's a lot of stuff that like I I cringe listening to now. And it's funny because people hit me up and they're like, "Yo, this mixtape is dope," and I'm like, "Yeah, we need to have a chat." <laughs> <laughs> you just use it as a gateway into the the gospel now. At this point, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. People, people tell me it's dope, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna give you this book, this book, this book. Go read these right now." <laughs> right <laughs> that's it's like let's make this album less dope than what it is to you because right. so 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 boiling point was your first project right and, yeah and so and then what was your second one uh well i released a bunch of like eps in between i got so, you okay yeah so like boiling point like it was kind of a weird, awkward phase where Boiling Point, I had a dude here. And the funny thing about Boiling Point is the guy that recorded it was like a staunch atheist. Really? So like, I, yeah, I used to go in and, because he had a studio, so I was paying studio time. He's the cheap, he was the cheapest one in Calgary, where I'm from. He did really good recording. He mixed and he mastered. So I used to go in the booth and like spit a verse and then come out and like argue with this guy. <laughs> He'd be like, yeah. Like we used to just that that was kind of and and I didn't I I didn't really know how to defend the faith at the time, but so that's kind of how it started. And then after that, I um, started writing an album, and I actually flew down to Atlanta with my wife. Um, we didn't have any kids at the time, and we went and stayed with R. Swift and his wife and his kids, and I recorded my debut album with him um which is known as by any means necessary right now so that was back in 2012 and so a lot of songs on that by any means necessary a couple of them were old um because i replaced a lot as it as it went but i flew down there and helped him build his booth and then i i was like yo i could have just did that myself so i came back here built my own booth built my own studio and um, just started watching tutorials on how to mix and master. And so I mixed and mastered uh, a couple of my own EPs. Um, I think my second project, though, was uh, called the Mosaic 3P. So it was just a three-track EP. And it was uh, by a dude, a rapper named Mosaic, who's here, who's actually, he's a Muslim, and he produces. So he, he would produce, he produce beats for me at the time. Yeah, no. So I mean, that's my second project, and then the third tr- third project was just kind of similar, another three track EP. And eventually, I got in touch. I think it was 2015 uh, with Rico Gibson, and he mixed and mastered uh, by any means necessary. And we threw that up in October. Yeah, yeah. Rico is nice. Rico does nice work. Yeah, he uh, he did it really cheap, and he produced a bunch of the beats on it. So, yeah, he yeah. I yeah, know it worked out worked out well man 
Yeah. So I, what, I, what I find amazing is, man, like like over the course of your journey, um, you know, you worked with atheists, Muslim, and <laughs> I mean, it was like you know, so it's like you got that gospel out there by any means necessary, which is it's no, kind of and, ironic. And absolutely, man. Like, and it's funny because a lot of convictions have changed over the years. Like, um, of course, I got no problem with recording with an atheist in the sense of like he's an engineer for me or whatever now i don't feature secular artists and i mean that was a hard lesson at the same time i mean at the the time when i was recording this stuff i actually did feature secular artists and i um like i had even got busy bone on a song from bone thugs and harmony and copyrights and and then uh these songs yeah they never actually came out though I paid a pretty penny for all these verses. And then I came to the conviction that uh, I can't feature secular rappers. So these verses will never see the light of day. <laughs> wow. That's, that's yeah. big. That's, uh, you know, and, and I was going to ask you, man, because it, se- it seems to me like you, uh, like when it comes to like features, like, you know, you have some heavy hitters, like even like on your recent uh, album, you know, s- some cats who have, who have been doing this for a while, who who have made a name for themselves, like, like how how does that how does that typically work between you and other brothers in the faith who who are actually more known or more famous or mm-hmm. you know I mean like like how 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 would you how how do you how do you make these these collaborations come about? Well, so uh, on my la- on this last album, Will the Heavens Fall, I had Braille on there. Theory has it. Right. Um. So I had propaganda and odd thomas actually come out here and do like a mini tour so i opened for them a couple in a couple spots and um so i kind of built a bit of a repertoire with them and just kind of talked with them and and then i ended up getting in touch with braille and hitting him up and and trying to get the whole humble beast team on a track and it just didn't end up working out because everybody was working on their solo stuff so i actually got um theory has it and braille and yeah it just kind of like i just hit them up and and um they i asked them if i could get them on a song and they were down so of course you got to hit them with that cash because that's kind of how a lot of artists work now um which i got no problem with paying paying an artist for for his time or whatever so yeah so i hit them i hit them with the cash and they sent me the verses and I'll tell you one thing, the first verse that I ever did for that song, What We Do With Braille, I ended up, when I heard his verse, I rewrote everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, 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 he came, he joint, came tough. He, he, yeah, he, he came tough. Like, yeah, and theory has it, like when I, had, when I it, like I said, like a lot of the songs, some of them are older, that verse, I got back when he was with Humble Beast, so that was a while ago. Mm. Um, but but yeah, no, he he definitely did. He came hard on the joint as well. And then, uh, yeah, some features were a little bit harder to come by though. Like uh, Jason, I had him on by any means necessary. Um, I actually had a manager at the time who booked a tour for him, and then through that connection, I ended up getting him on a track, and it worked out really well. But yeah, other artists like uh, some of my favorite artists, man, like the dudes on on my label, uh, Swim the Example. Uh, I just, I hit that dude up as a fan one, one night and I was like, yeah, I really want to like build with you. And he's just really down to earth. And over, over the past year and a half or so, like we just started talking a lot. Like I, there's rarely goes a day by where I don't talk to Swin. So (laughs) we're just like the friends now. So that, those are the kind of features, like I really, really enjoy. 
are the ones where like it's with artists that you know you're really comfortable with them you, you mentioned i think like when you have like a, a straight um i don't know like an honest chemistry with a person i think you make the best music like that you um because at that point it's like it's like it's almost like the relationship flows through the art i mean and, and hey i hate to go talking like on a secular standpoint but it's almost like red man and method man you know like yeah. you know like 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 it was never like a miss or even if you look at look in the christian uh raps feel like a tim timothy brindle and shyland i mean it's like you put yeah. you put those two you could you could tell that they that that they were friends and that they were brothers you know um like in the music as opposed to you know what i'm saying like i mean I, I mean i don't know it's like it's like a difference i'm not saying that uh, songs that don't happen like that are bad i'm just saying that you can you can just tell sometimes like i don't know how to yeah. how to even explain it you can tell when when two people actually genuinely have a relationship behind that song man and so like nah, that's big yeah. and swin is a yeah oh yeah and the funny thing is is that track with braille like it was kind of like a like a one-off like yo here's like we we talked a bit over email or whatever but he sent the verse and that was kind of just it whereas swin like we were building and then i'm like yo i really want to like i basically have my album done and yeah. uh it, it started as like an ep like and by the end there were so many songs i wanted to add to it that it just turned out to be an album and right. the funny thing was is like you know the concept on focal point is just so different from the one that i did with braille like you could tell me and swin definitely talked about it beforehand it just worked out really well like the chemistry between me and swin we we built a concept and and everything and and like to be honest like it was the whole project though the heavens fall wasn't though the heavens fall it was actually called no compromise and then we ended up switching everything and like i added the track with tone spain i added though the heavens fall which was supposed to just be a single by itself and then focal point and i yeah. wanted to get the whole team on that yeah yeah focal focal point is a nice i i, I just i just like it like like honestly, like it's just one of those man. Put it in your CD player and roll, type of beats, man, and and and, it's, and joints, man, and and it's and it's very powerful and hard and hard hitting, man. So that's actually like my second favorite, uh, joint uh, on that album. My second favorite. Oh, what's your favorite? This is I'm curious. <laughs> um, you know, what what my favorite is? All lives matter. Yeah. Oh. All <laughs> is my good, favorite. man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I I love it. Let me tell you why I love it, man. I love it because it's not like you're trying to, um, it's like it's not like you're trying to belittle the person who says Black Lives Matter, but rather you're trying to say, well, listen, maybe they understand that these Black lives are no different than the White lives, and there's no different than the Chinese lives or the Blue lives, this, that, the other. But yet here you have a people, and, and mm-hmm. who. You know, and it's like you have to get rid of this social construct of of the idea of race or what have you, and understand that how you, what you have is people who are all born uh, in sin, all in need of the same savior. I mean, that's that's yeah. the message. That's that's the message that I gleaned from that song, and I love it. That's that's like my it's like my man, favorite that, song. That's funny, man. That 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 joint actually like has got me blackballed with a lot of people. A lot of people do not like that song. And uh, it's funny because a lot, it's not even that a lot of people don't like the song and a lot of people just don't like the title. So I've had people like hit me up and like kind of bash the album. And I'm like, well, 
what did you listen to? What didn't you like about it? And they would say, well, I didn't like All Lives Matter. I'm like, well, can you point me out any line in that that isn't biblical that you thought I was wrong on? And they're like, oh, I didn't even listen to the song. I just didn't like the title. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is crazy because even if they, if they, if they even if they just went to the link uh, on your Bandcamp link and you know how you have, you, you have your lyrics inserted in there. And you mm-hmm. can click on the lyrics and you can see exactly what you're saying. It's like, I mean, you can play it along and listen as you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't see why, you know, I like why there would be any problem, but you, well, you, you, I mean, yeah, yeah. no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say like, the funny thing is, is I actually just talked with, uh, I'm not going to mention names, but like I, I talked with a pretty big artist in uh, Christian hip hop and uh, he's kind of a social justice advocate. And uh, basically, like, he's always screaming at people, oh, like, we need white people to talk about this. We need white people to talk about this. And, and then I start talking to him about it, and he just argues with me. And then, like, he's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, you want a monologue. You don't want a dialogue. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Right. So, I mean, that's just, that's what I, and that's the brick wall I've kind of hit. Like, a lot of people don't, don't want to talk about it unless you buy the narrative and kind of go along with what they're saying. Uh, Cause I mean, you know, you know, as well as I do. I mean, I know you're, you're an apologetics guy. I know you are. Yeah, so when cross examination and everything starts getting tested, it's like, Oh wow. I guess your point doesn't stand up very well on its own. So <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I mean, and, and it's actually kind of sad because I'm, it's 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 weird because it's like on some level it's almost like they're saying they're screaming for unity, but at the same time they're being divisive in the way that they do it, you know. And yeah, and, uh, and we we we've dealt with it really on this show before, you know. We just, I mean, Dwayne and and uh, Virgil, you know, my uh, the other two brothers who who occasionally be on the show, like we we've we've talked about this, Sister Christy. I mean, and we've kind of all I, we're all we're all black people, we're all black Christians, and we're and we've all said the same thing. It's like, man, look, we need to. Stop looking at this as if it's something that could be settled by a march or a slogan and start looking at the issue, which is a sin issue. And, and the only solution to the sin issue is the gospel. And, and, I, and you know, and we've stated so many times that the, the reason why this continue, why, why this will be continue to be an issue uh, will be because is because the church is generally speaking, the church is failing to, to bring the gospel, the, the gospel into conflict with the sin issue of, of hatred towards a neighbor. And, and that's that, and that's basically what it is. And and I mean, you can talk about you know white supremacy or, or white privilege and stuff like that till you're blue in the face. But ultimately, all that stuff stems from 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 sin, you know. And 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 in no way, you know, I think and I, and I think this is another thing that happens is some, for some reason people think that we're belittling uh, what's happening, like when it comes to like a cop killing a kid, this, that, and the other. Listen, I'm not trying to belittle the death of that. Anytime a person dies. It's a sad occasion, period, point blank. But it doesn't matter if that person's black, white, uh, brown, young, or old. I mean, it's, it's you know, and I, and I think that's what, I don't know. I feel like when you start saying Black Lives Matter, it's like, why are you focusing only on this when really this is an epidemic that affects people worldwide because sin affects people mm. worldwide. And I don't know. That's, that's, yeah. that's, my, that's, my, that's why I stand. And that's why I love that song, uh, because, it, because it, it addresses that and... And you know what I'm saying, and and it puts it out there like that. So, so yeah, I, I mean, it says what I've been saying for a long time. 
Yeah, and I mean, the funny thing is, man, is like, I, I kind of went at that, like, I don't even have a problem, like, uh, like, the Black Lives Matter movement itself is, like, horrendous, but you see a lot of people, uh, a lot of Christians talking about, like, oh, well, we're not affiliated with the movement, like, we're right. just trying to say Black Lives Matter, and I'm like, okay, well, that's cool, I can understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, like, it's what you said, man, like, the gospel has to be at the forefront of everything, because ultimately, what I'm feeling is, and, and I mean, feel free if, if you're listening and you're a Christian hip-hop artist and you disagree with me, feel, feel free to hit me up and dialogue. Let's talk about this. But what I'm saying is that theology matters because in the end, it's like, is the gospel the power of God under salvation or not? Like, that's kind of what it comes down to. Like, only the gospel can change a heart. You're trying to right. change someone's actions. You're basically throwing a band-aid on a bullet wound, which is exactly what I said in right. the song. Yep. And, and, yep. Yeah. And yeah. I just don't think a lot of people believe the gospel's enough anymore. Like, I just don't think they believe that. Yeah. I, you know, and that's, uh, again, that's, I think that comes from a lack of understanding the gospel, uh, lack, of, mm-hmm. lack of sound theology being preached and taught uh, in our services, lack, lack of practical Christianity. How, how do we live out our Christianity on a day-to-day basis? I mean, lack of all of that being taught. I mean, things are being broken down into like these, these legalistic ideas or don't drink, don't smoke, don't watch that movie, don't go to that church. You know, and it's like, well, wait a minute. I think somewhere along the line, you're missing it because, you know, like, like here we are now teaching people and i'm saying we generally speaking we're teaching people how to do certain things as opposed to teaching people what the scriptures actually teach about the gospel and the power of god and the salvation justification by faith and loving the god with all with, with everything and then loving our neighbor as we love ourselves and, and i've heard people and just like the same argument you said where they say like they don't support the black ladder black lives matter movement which yes is radically anti-christian but they so, you know, support the slogan, but then it's like, man, when you start saying that slogan like that, they're saying sometimes they'll say they'll defend it and say, well, we're saying Black Lives Matter too. But then say that, say that if you if you mm-hmm. if you believe that people just if you're saying that because you believe people don't think Black Lives Matter, but you know, I get that. Say say too. It makes it makes all a bit of difference. But you know, mm-hmm. again, it, I, I think it's just it's a um, I think this is what we have is just a result of uh, and and. I'm trying. I'm trying to find the, the right way to say it so people don't get me wrong on this. But you know, the church was the forefront of the civil rights movement. You know, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. even if you go, even if you go back to abolition uh, of slavery, the uh, you know Christians were the forefront of the abolition of sa- slavery. Uh, the problem is, the difference is, is that when you're dealing with like abolitionists, you know, you had people who were bringing the gospel into conflict with a with a with a sinful industry, whereas now you have the church. Saying like, well, look, we need to figure out way. We need to figure out laws. We need to figure out this, that, and the other. We need to march. We need to do this, as opposed to like you said, keeping the gospel the main thing. And and, uh, and, I, and I, again, I think that's where a lot of people are missing it. Yeah. No. And the funny thing is, is like I, I, I like this this artist that I'll remain remain nameless was telling me, well. You know, there's a lot, I, I know a lot of racist people in the church and, and you know, that there's some of the most racist people. And I'm like, yeah, but again, like that's where the gospel has to come in because the gospel breaks down those barriers. Just because you're sitting in a church doesn't make you a Christian. Like this is where scripture has to play the forefront and really tackle these issues. So it's just funny, like, ultimately, when it comes down to it, like, a lot of arguments I find are just a smokescreen. 
and there's not really any substance to the arguments being made. So, <clears throat> I mean, that's just, I mean, that's my thoughts, like on the whole thing. And, um, but what do I know, right? I'm just a white guy from Canada. So, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, but honestly, man, this, this album um, of yours, uh, Though the Heavens Fall, that's, I gotta tell you, man, like, you know, listening to it, God, no, for a while, like, I had downloaded it some time ago. Well, for like this, like, I, I got it off a of band camp some time ago. And my computer was on the fritz. I couldn't, I couldn't get it to a disc. I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't get into it and open it up because it was just acting stupid. And so finally, I got a chance to listen to it, man. And I, I honestly, like, I could, I couldn't find a song. Like, I mean, I, I was listening through certain songs, and so far, I could not find a song uh, that I wanted to skip. Like, I, I, I actually, at this, at this point, I'm at a place where I like everything that I've heard so far. Uh, and I mean the beats, the the production is crazy. Uh, your flow and your delivery is just something stupid. Like I don't know where on earth a white boy in Canada learned to rap like that. Was that Eight Mile again? That Eight Mile taught you how to do that. Uh, but no, um, man. Funny enough, like if if you actually like how, how I studied, like I study I study hip hop. I was I did a feature for a brother just uh, just recently and. And we talked about this and, and um, it's funny, like I, I have books on hip hop and really? how to like structure bars. And I've had people walk in my studio, non-Christians, like walk in my studio before, like when we had them over for dinner or whatever, and they see these books and they're laughing and they're laughing at me. And I'm just like, why are you laughing? And they're like, oh man, who has a book called how to rap on their shelf? And I'm like, well, spit me a verse. So they spit a verse. And then I spit them a verse and they just, the jaw drops. And I'm like, that's why I have the book, How to Rap. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I, you know what? Which is crazy. It's crazy because like, I don't know why people think it's crazy to read a book over something that you love to do. And, and it, No, yeah, it doesn't make any sense, man. Like, I mean, when, like you're, uh, when you're, when uh, you're, yeah, go ahead. Doctors go ahead. do okay. it. <laughs> Doc, doctors love what they do and they read books on what they're doing. You know, why exactly, not, why not, why not an artist? <laughs> I want the surgeon that knows what he's doing and studies what he does. Right. And I'm a plumber by trade and I go to school and I buy books and I study and I learn about atmospheric pressure and how everything works. And like, I mean, people don't make fun of me for that, but it's like, when it comes to rap, I think it's because it's so steeped in pride and, and yeah. everybody's like, well, it's, it's, it's all about me. I don't need no help. And it's like, well, uh, yeah, it's like started from the bottom is your favorite song, isn't it? Yeah, you're still gonna be there for a while. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> you get comfortable, right? Hey, hey, no, that's true. Yeah, you know, I mean, and I can honestly say, like, I've never, I mean, as far as like reading a book on how to rap, like, I've never done that. But I mean, the thing is, is just that I can't knock a person who does, and 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 that I mean, like, if reading a book like that brought you to where you are today i'm convinced that maybe i need to get on amazon and and start, and start up in my book list because i mean like like no kid you not like and i and I'll, i mean this with all sincerities man like like you uh you're actually a pretty big inspiration you uh cats like you know we talked about this earlier you uh, read me versus tone spain uh gabe parker ah, tone uh, yeah to, yeah tone is ridiculous man if tone yeah. <laughs> tone spain is ridiculous 
Yeah, but he. Yo, don't know who he beat, man. Reed B is nuts. And and who were you saying? Someone Parker? Gabriel Parker. Path of Revelation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Path of Revelation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love them brothers, but like, Gabe, I, I, I think I like Gabe more so for his passion, and and uh, and you see, I mean, you know, whether you agree with what he say or disagree with what he say, I, I mean, like, I respect Gabe to the fullest. Uh, love is uh his beats, his his style of beats. Path of Revelation. Yeah. Every, every time I throw something on in there, I gotta turn the bass down. I have to. I have to put yeah. my bass on. No negative and whatnot, but oh, I never solid, bro. Like they're solid. Yeah, like, but I, I definitely like. I think my favorites, man, are, are Reed B versus Tone Spain, uh, and Swim the Example. And yo, if you want to talk about bass, uh, Anamorphic Syd, man, he just released Kingdoms, and that joint bangs. They put me on that joint. I'm on some like trap record, and uh-huh. uh, I just had fun with the flow. But man, these boys, like. SYD is a beast. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but yeah, I feel, he is I feel solid. Like I, I feel like I just saw his name somewhere. Is he on your album? Yeah, man. He actually was. He did the hook for Focal Point. Yep. There we go. Yep. Sure enough. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he killed him, man. But yeah, it's funny. Like that dude I was telling you about earlier, Mosaic. So how I, like how I, kind of get it and i still do this from time to time like to to get into flow and and like figure out how to do things like this dude told me he's like listen to some of your favorite rappers write out their lines line for line write out the rhyme scheme underneath and exactly how many syllables are in each bar and craft something similar kind of like almost not almost like biting their style so that you can kind of craft a style similar but make sure to do it with a wide variety of artists so that you can kind of expand your horizon. So for me, like, I mean, I know you guys, I know you're not into secular rap or anything like that, but for me, when I wasn't a Christian, my stuff was like, I studied like Big Pun, Nas, uh, even old Jadakiss and, and uh, Rakim, stuff like that. Like these yeah. dudes, I studied hard. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, just, just first of all, I understand. Uh, again, like I'm not like, a, I'm not big in the, Especially not modern day secular stuff, but like like from the nineties, like uh, a lot of them cats that was coming up through, like their uh their styles were ridiculous. I, I'm because like basically in the same sense, uh the people I had I had studied would be like Buster or 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 Luda or um mm. or even or even like Eminem, like like just just and and just in his like vocal tones and stuff like that. Like so, no, I, t- I know exactly like what you mean uh with that. Oh and, yeah, uh, and and they're like and they're like even to this even to this day. I'm going to say something and hopefully, I mean, I want a lot of people to hear this show, but only the people who hear this show will probably know this. Like, like even cats like you or, or Doug or what, like, I mean, like I'll listen to like y'all songs and I would listen to it for a while. I would get the gist of what it is that y'all rapping. And then out of that, that's actually how I start writing another song. Cause something, there'll be something that y'all said in the way that y'all said it in your, in your lyrics that would inspire me to write something and it'll be mm. different words and it may be on the same with the same content at, at, at most the same content and probably the same cadence but with my voice you know and i and, no. and, I, and I, I do that quite a bit quite a quite a yeah, bit yeah man well hey no you know we are like we got you on a song bro like you know that so <laughs> we, we like your stuff man we like your stuff and i mean it's funny like as of late 
me and Swin, um, there's a dude that I actually just found who produces up here. His name is uh, his name is Nick. I'm not going to tell everybody his last name because I don't want that that dude. I don't want anybody picking off my producers. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. But uh, he. He produced for Eshawn on his last album, the title, one of the songs called What I Prayed For. That was my favorite joint on that album. Uh-huh. And uh, I reached out to him. I found out he lived like three hours north of me. And me and Swin, uh, before he joined Anamorphic, were talking about doing a, a joint project. And he, then he signed with Anamorphic. And, and we all did, like me, him, and SYD and DJ19, we did a full project. We got a mixtape coming out like first quarter next year. But uh, me and Swin actually just decided to to do like a boom bap record. So we're doing a uh, like an EP with this dude. Um, and uh, as of late, like for writing, man, I I know a lot of people aren't gonna like this, but I've been listening to the Capital Punishment by Big Pun just just for his style. Like the way that man writes is yeah. amazing. Now, yeah, don't yeah, yeah. the way the way he the way he he would roll things off of his tongue was. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, I don't know anybody who raps like like dead in the middle, a little, literally, little did we know that we riddled the middle man who didn't do dead. Like, who raps yeah. like that? <laughs> hey, no, like, no, no, I, I mean, like, like barely. Yeah. I mean, may, maybe Heavy D, <laughs> but like, that's about yeah. it. <laughs> no, and like, like, man, my, like, my favorite scheme of all time, like, in any song. It's still from super lyrical. He's like, yo, my murderous rap, verbal attack is actual fact. Happy you lack the magical depth of tragical rap. It's like, it's just like, and he goes on and on. And I'm just like, nobody writes like this dude. Like, mm. nobody. Now, I, I got to give a disclaimer because uh, here's what I'll say. I couldn't listen to secular rap for years. If you are a person who can't listen to it with uh, just just with your conscience, don't don't let me the fact that I I peep it for for writing style allow you to listen to it, man. Stay away from it. Just right, right. <laughs> that's what I'll say. Don't want your conscience to be seared like because of me. Like I'm not promoting his content. His content is garbage. Right. But the way that I write is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you so, know, and I, I'm at a place where I'm actually growing to a place to where I can, you know, say, well, I can appreciate that. Whereas, like, I mean, there's just some some artists, man, we just be like, nah, that person's just far too blasphemous for me to even say anything good about them. Like, I just, I'm just going to cut them off and ignore them. And, you know, whatnot. But, like, there are some where it's just like, man, like, I remember, like, I grew up listening to this. Uh, this music actually reminds me about a certain period of time. It could be a good memory or a bad memory, this, that, and the other. But at the same time, there's sometimes where you just can't deny the fact that, like, yep, there's talent there. Uh, I mean, I disagree yeah. with this person. I disagree with what this person says, but I cannot deny the fact that there is talent there. And it doesn't make me worship. That doesn't mean I'm worshiping that person. It doesn't mean that I'm affirming anything that that person is about. I'm just acknowledging the fact that there is talent there. And, and you know, oh, and, yeah, man. Like- yeah, when you walk into a museum or like you walk into to view paintings, I mean, I'm not looking at paintings like, oh, is this painting done by a Christian? Yeah, no, right. I'm just admiring the painting. Like, I'm not worshiping the painting. I'm just admiring right. the artwork. Right. So, I mean, I do that with secular rap. Like, m- normally now, like, I- I'll listen to like I know new albums come out. I have a rule of like I'll listen to an album once or maybe twice just to be able to talk about it with people. So like everybody's like up on this J. Cole album, they all love it. So I'm like, okay, well let me peep it. And like to be honest, I wasn't feeling it. But 
yeah, like that's kind of what I do with, with stuff. And I mean, even with Lecrae posing with Ab Soul lately, I, I decided to peep that dude's album and that dude's album is like way off the rocker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, uh, first of all, like, I'm not even going at it. Like, I know a lot of people are attacking Lecrae talking about, well, why is he posing with a blasphemous artist? So I'm like, okay, I want to see what they're talking about. I'm looking at like, what are you talking about? This dude's one of the greatest, dude. This dude is trash. Like, yeah. <laughs> why are you talking about this yeah. greatest? Like, yeah. Let's look at it from a hip hop perspective. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like seriously. Like, I mean, you know, and that, that's that's the thing with me. Like, like something, I, something I just can't listen to. I, I mean, and that's just, I mean, that's just me. Like, I can listen to it. I can be like, okay, well, yeah, you know, his rhyme schemes are tight. His delivery is tight, ah, but his content is just so trash where I can't get past all of it. It's, sometimes it's just like that with me. Uh, but there's sometimes maybe like with my kids, because I know my kids somewhere, shape, or form, like maybe not in my house, but somewhere they're going to be exposed to this stuff. So what I like to do with my kids is actually sit down and like, 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 and, and talk about whatever it is that, they, that they're hearing. Uh, like recently here, you know, I'm, I'm in Nebraska. So recently here we'll get like, we, we get, you know, we got like radio stations where they play like some old school nineties music. And I'll show my kids that like, Hey, I used to jam to this. And so we, I remember like, like, just like the other week we were listening to like, they play Tupac. I get around and we listen to the song, you know, whatnot. And then I told my daughter, I said, everything he just said was sinful. Let me tell you how. And, and we got to, and we just talked about it. It was good for opening up dialogue and stuff like that. And, but I mean, you know, I'm with you on that whole conscience thing. You know, there's some things man, where it's just like, nah, I can't, I can't listen to this because everything that they said is either straight demonic or the delivery is straight trash or whatever the case may be. But then there's sometimes oh, man, there's some, yeah, there's some stuff, man, where yeah. it's just like, yo, this is a fun joint. <laughs> yeah, no, I was listening. It's funny enough. I was listening to Big L the other day and I was just like, I came halfway into his album, his uh, Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous. He made a blasphemous comment like over the top. And I was just like, nope. Turned it off, <laughs> deleted the album, and I'm like, no, I ain't listening to the rest of it. That's good right. enough for me. I don't need, to, I don't need to relive this. That's good enough for me. That's I got my fill. And oh, even man. Pun sometimes drops some things that I'm like, eh, like, yeah. But he does it in Spanish, so I don't really understand it. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't have nobody to translate that tongue for you, so you're good, right? Yeah. Like, yo, I need somebody. Yo, yo, I need a, I need, I need somebody else do speaking in tongues over here. Somebody get over yeah. here. But you know, uh, speaking in real tongues over here. Somebody get over here. <laughs> I mean, I used to be in. Uh, I I used to be really into uh, to dead prayers. And uh, and and oh, dead. Yeah. Dead, dead press, you know, like they had that song, it's bigger than hip. And I used to do that, and I used to do that, like a lot of the stuff they were saying, like, oh, this is tight. But they got one song on that album where a dude was like, he said, F the Bible. And yeah. I was like, no. I mean, like that, th those three words right there together in one sentence like that was enough for me to just be like, man, <laughs> I'm done with these jokers. Like, like yeah. I can't, like, I can't do it. Like, like, nah, never mind. Like, you know, and. Yeah. And that's, that's no, and it's funny, man. Like, it, it's funny. Like, some of the dudes that I hang out with, like one of my best friends, Matt. Um, if he if he listens to this, I'll know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, one of my favorite artists, like right before I got saved, was Joe Budden. Like, I love that dude's music because it's just honest. And like, I have a hard time listening to it now. But like, we were just like cruising around before a show one night. And like we were just talking about like 
these artists who think they're Christian. And on my next album, I actually have a song called Open Letter to Button. And mm -hmm. it's just like pouring my heart out to him. But what I'm doing is I'm explaining my life story with his title tracks all throughout his discography. And then I share the gospel in the end, because there's one song he has, Only Human, where he talks about how like his pastor called him when he was about to commit suicide and like he didn't end up committing suicide and like because God is gracious and whatever. But then like the rest of his content, a lot of it like just cursing. And my buddy's just sitting there like he's just screaming at the at the at the at the iPod because he's like, this guy's such a hypocrite. What are you listening to this for? <laughs> and it was just really funny. Like, man, we were just, I, I was laughing and he was just getting so frustrated. But yeah, man, like I, I just like, I poured my heart out and it was funny. Like I wanted to do that song for, for probably like two or three years. I just, uh, cause he's probably the one artist like that I would delve back into every now and then to listen to. Um, but like the only artist that I would, um, and even not a lot of his stuff, just some of it. But yeah, yeah, it's just really yeah. funny, man. So Swin told me he's like, we we was gonna be on the anamorphic mixtape, and then we all cut our solo tracks and decided just to do tracks with all of us on them. And uh, I was like, hey, well, I guess I'm probably not gonna release that song. And, and Swin's like, yo, if you don't release that, I'm gonna like take the bootleg version and send it to Hot 97. And we're gonna get <laughs> that played on the. <laughs> like, it's gonna get dropped luck, one way or the other. Yeah, but no, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm super excited, man. Cause like we, we got a lot of stuff, like planned. Like I've got so much music, not released. It's, it's disgusting. I've probably got like a hundred songs that are finished, but not like not out yet. <laughs> really? Oh, that's Just big. So yeah. So uh, you know, not a. Uh, since you know, since you've mentioned Budden and you know, and, and the spiritual warfare, like man, what do you think about? I mean, you know, this is something that kind of just popped up, you know. So you know, we saw a tweet. I, th I saw it for the first time today. I don't know when that tweet came from uh, Jay Gibbons, saying, "Pray for these Christian rappers," and he named uh, Chance the rapper. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's funny. Uh, I never saw the I never saw the tweet, but right before I came uh, came on, I was. I was looking at Periscope and I saw uh, Lavoisier like doing like some hour long response and I just started listening to it and I was just like, oh man, this dude is hilarious. Like they just like, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is with rappers, man. Like a lot of Christian artists, it's, I, I get like, you know, cause what, who, who did he mention? He mentioned Chance the Rapper. He mentioned Chance the Rapper. Uh, I, think, I want to say Kendrick Lamar, McCray, uh, and Kanye West. Kanye West. Okay. Yeah, I mean, man, ultimately, like, God, like, I don't know them. God's the judge. I would say that I, their fruit's a pretty good indicator that I don't think that they're actually saved. I think it's an American Christianity type deal where they're like, oh yeah, you know, I prayed the prayer and now I'm saved. I got my ticket punched. I'm going to heaven. Right, right. I um, stepped in the water. The water was cold, chilled my body, yeah. but not my soul. And now I'm, <laughs> all right, I got you. What? You, wait, 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 what? Repeat that? What? Yeah, you never heard? Oh, that, no, that was something. I mean, maybe they don't do it in Canada, but like in a black church down here, there's a song called, I Know I've Been Changed. And one of the lines is, I stepped in the water, the water was cold, it chilled my body, but not my soul. 
as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, on that verse that I did for you, I think I, I think I, I think yeah. I, I think I put that in there. Stepped in the water and didn't chill my soul. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I'm like a heathen. Whole, dude, I had like your whole verse memorized. I really, because really? I, 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 that's crazy because I don't remember it. <laughs> I got it wrote down somewhere, man. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, no, man, yeah. it, was, it was funny, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so, now, so now you know the context. Of, you know the context of that verse now a little bit, but like, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I gotta go listen to it again. <laughs> yeah, but like, but, but like, you know, but I, I, I agree with you though. It's like maybe, and you know, and here's the thing, I, I'm not saying that I disagree with praying for their salvation. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, but, you know, to brand them, you know, to brand everybody just Christian like that without um, examining certain fruit or, or, or ignoring fruit or whatever the case may be, you know, I'm not quite sure how, how wise that is, but I mean, you know. Yeah. I, 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 I look at them like, eh. and another thing too, like the other thing that bugs me is I see a lot of people, like even guys like Jay Givens, like all these dudes are like going on. They're like, oh, pray for these people, pray for these people. It's like, man, in the amount of time that you were telling us all to pray for these people, you could have just went and prayed for these people. Yeah. <laughs> just go do it. Like you don't need to post it on social media. We get it. Just go yeah. pray for these people. Like, I, yo, I, I pray for these people, man. I pray yeah. for Lecrae. You don't see me posting that I'm praying for Lecrae all the time. Like right, right. I'm just praying for him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like a live video of me praying for folks. I, I mean, but you know, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. Sometimes, man, and and I think, and again, like I could be wrong. I think sometimes we we do make the mistake of of, of judging people's hearts sometimes, and and, and what have you. Uh, but some on the flip side, man, it's almost like, well, dude, like, can they be any louder about where they really sit? You know, how they really feel. You know, and and um, you know, like I got to a place, man. Like when it comes to like certain cats, like like Lecrae, you know, like at this point, you know, I I kind of just I, I ain't gonna say I leave it alone. I I will say that I disagree with whatever it is that he's doing, or whatnot. When it comes mm-hmm. like when it comes to a certain thing that's on the scene, because I don't. But it's like I have to agree with it with the fact that I, I'm not there. I don't know everything that's happening behind the scenes. But however, mm-hmm. there's sometimes where he'll come out, he'll say some stuff, and you could be like, "Yeah, I disagree with that that he just said this, that, and the other." I do not knock the fact that the man has talent. Uh, I do not, and, and, and I'm not at a place to where I'd be like, "Man, he's not a Christian." I know a lot of people are there. A lot of people, a lot of people feel like they're comfortable with saying that Lecrae's not a Christian and that he's not saved. I'm not comfortable with saying that one way or the other. Um, you know, yeah. I think you know, you know, I mean, this because I, I, I'm not. But however, I can say that there are a lot of things when you, when you got a, when people like that, like him or like like or Jay Gibbons, like when they say certain stuff, you know, I, you know, it just it just kind of just makes me like like what or 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 where did that yeah. come from or or like do you really mean that you know what I'm saying so so just like we mentioned earlier about uh, Lecrae and Ab Soul, it's like man, he called him a brother and did, and something else like a phenomenal. Artist, I forgot what he said, and like the stuff that he was saying about. It, I'm kind of just I, I like. Think, I think he said he was one of the dopest. I think he was like the brother thing was talking about propaganda. Okay. Like that's what I think. That's from what that's what I think. But yeah, that, I, I know what you're saying, and I I look at that like eh, the whole thing. I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like yeah, and then, then I think a lot of I think a lot of it is to get people talking though. I I mean, 
I could be wrong, but I think, but like, for example, like, if you know that everything you do is under a microscope and, 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 and everything you do is going to get people talking and, and you're able, and in and some instances, you've pretty much kind of thrown it in your songs that you, you know, you're a little tired of people talking, in, 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 you know, in, in some one way or another. Like, why would you continue to give people stuff to talk about? I, I mean, and maybe you can explain it to me. Maybe, maybe I'm missing something. But sometimes I think a lot of oh, it is. Well, I mean, it's like he just wants attention, right? Like, yeah, he wants publicity. I mean, he gets it. So he gets the attention. So, I mean, like for me, like, to be honest, like I haven't been a like a Lecrae follower. Like I haven't followed his music since yeah. I think, what's, when's the last thing I really, like I heard Church Close 3. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't give it a depth listen. Um but like I mean, I heard it. I think the last thing I really, really followed the Cray was like Gravity, um, when I really liked them. And then everything after that, I was just like, meh, eh, yeah, not not really. So, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'd never really yeah. picked up an album ever. Um, I mean, I just yeah. it just wasn't one of Yo, the. Yo, the Cray was like my my gateway into Christian hip hop. Though I'll tell you right now, like that joint, Take Me As I Am, uh-huh. like, ugh. That dude, that that joint is nasty, man. Like, yeah, yeah. That joint is nasty. I'm talking yeah, about is. like his first two albums, so like Real Talk and After the Music Stops, and even Rebel. Like, those are like my wife. Like, that's what she showed to me. Like, I thought Christian rap was whack, and uh, she showed me a song with Lecrae on it. I was like, this dude's actually not too bad. I think the song I first heard from him was Praying for You, and I was listening uh-huh. to it, and I was like, oh. Lot, another 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 rap, another Christian confessing everybody else's sins but his own, and then yeah. the very last one, like the person I'm playing, I'm praying about is really me, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? Okay. I, 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 that is one of the songs <laughs> that I did hear from him, and I, I and I do. I'm, matter of fact, I, if I'm not mistaken, he made a video for that, and yeah, uh, and and, uh, and I remember seeing that video. Still, with a huge fan of his, and I was like, oh yeah, that was kind of tight, you know. And, and that's kind of how I was about it. Um, I think like like for me. Like um, it, like I was just in love with people who came with straight theology, and uh, which is why uh, which is why Shylan was like like my gateway. Shylan, because you know I actually quit rap rapping and writing for a while, and I heard Shylan, and after that I was like, oh, I can do this because this dude is cold, and I want to I want to do that. You know what I mean? But but yeah, and, I'm trying to remember. I think Shylan for me, like the big thing that he did was when he dropped Attribute to God. That was when I really got into him and I went back into his catalog and started getting into everything. And like, I mean, but let's be honest, it's funny. Like, I, I can't tell you how many dudes that I talk to, like brand new Christians, like that love Shylin and their favorite song is Election. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, there's cage stages up here everywhere, man. All they talk about is, uh, all, all they talk about is all Calvinism. And it's yeah. really funny. Like I'm a kid, yeah. but that's all they talk about. I think I finally, I think I finally come out of that case thing. But yeah, that's that is that's hilarious. Yeah. Election like is their every, theme song. Every, every time you talk to these dudes, it's just like Romans nine, and it's like, okay, go somewhere else and prove Calvinism. You don't need to go to Romans nine. Start reading the rest of the book too. Right, right, right. Go to Right. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, and one other thing I wanted to mention is the other thing I think I think the reason that we get so many dudes like Lecrae posting up things or 
or like everybody, like even like Jay Gibbons and stuff, I, I just don't think a lot of people really sit and think through what they post before they post it because all you need to do now is go onto Facebook, type a status, hit post, and the whole world sees. And it's like you don't ever take time to think through what you're saying. And I fall victim to it too. Like I, I post up some ignorant stuff every now and then. And I'm just like, oh, I go back and delete it. I'm like, yo, I should have just chilled and like prayed about that, thought about it, like not just posted stuff up like yeah, really so quick. Enough. And so even the label owner, man, Mike, Mike has hit me up and be like, yeah, you should probably take that down. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I've had my wife, I had my wife say that to me, but it's like, no, nah, I'm not taking it down. I've told her that. I was like, I was like, no, nah, I'm not taking that down. Like, like, nah, people need to hear that. This, this is a conversation we need to have. You know, but but yeah, I feel you though on that. Like like I don't post like I used to post. I mean, I used to post. I used to comment. I used to be so quick to comment on stuff and some old stuff. And I've just slowed down a lot by the grace of God, man. So I, I've never, and I've seen you, man. That's that's one of the things I've seen about you do is like uh, where you actually come back and apologize for stuff even and say, hey, you know what, I was wrong for that. So I'm gonna just go ahead and you know say, say give me my sorries. You know, ask that you guys forgive me as I, you know. I, and 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 that's yeah. and I think that's dope because because not a lot of people not a lot of people are willing to do that on social media. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot. Man, there's certain people that just hit me up like like the whole thing with uh, that happened with with BSAC just recently. I got into an argument with them about that whole Lecrae thing, and like I totally wrote him off. And and Reed B, man, Reed B, like he's my boy. He hit me up and he talked to me about it for like half an hour. He's like, Yo, you should probably just hit Will. Just go yeah. talk to him. So, I mean, I hit him up, we talked it out, and I apologized, and, and then I apologized publicly, and yeah, man, and like, I mean, even back in the day, like, not long ago, I was like slamming Andy Minio and all these guys, and my pastor, like, the elders of my church, like, one of the pastors pulled me aside, and he's like, yeah, let's let's have a talk about this, and we talked about it, and ever since then, like, I've kind of slowed down on the whole social media tip, um, and even Swinney's like, don't attack people, just promote your music. Stop focusing yeah. on what everyone else is doing and focus on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's like it's like it makes a lot of sense, and that's that's, that's kind of like like where I am. I mean, like if I, if I have a preface to where I'm like, no, I'm not with that. Like I'm gonna leave it at that. Of course, it's completely different than somebody come out straight with some straight heresy. And I'm gonna be like, I, I I will tell people about that. I will say like, nah, that's heretical. Well, that's, we're not gonna listen to that. Uh, there's the biblical, this, that, and the other. But you know, when it comes Yo, to the mom, mom, what is that chick? What is that chick's name? What is her name? Oh, I can't even think of her name now. But I know, I know exactly who you're talking about because she's going bananas right now, calling God a she and all that other stuff. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a perfect time to plug the page. If you, man, For those of you listening, if you have not yet uh, checked it out, check out the BND page, the Be Not Deceived page. That's the page that started all of this. Of course, uh, if you don't know, already you're listening to the bar which stands for the biblical and reforming and and you know you can check us out on facebook we have a facebook page where you can see all of our uh all of our shows you know you can also subscribe uh there's we at the google play store i mean you, you pretty much you mentioned it you can probably find us one way or the other we even got a twitter account i mean search for us and, and i guarantee if you search that page you're gonna find that female's name i can't think of her, her name escapes me right now but but yeah she's crazy mm-hmm. She is crazy. Yo, and everybody needs to go back through the bar and listen to some of the old episodes, man. I'm I'm a huge fan. Like, y'all had no malice just last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that dude. I I just watched his biography. 
Um, and again, like, I, yeah, I watched it and then I uh, I went back through and listened to the clips discography because I was like, <laughs> I want to hear kind of the progression. And it's funny, like when you get to his album with the clips, though the casket drops, you can hear him begin to change. Really? Like just with a lot of stuff, like he's talking about like his conviction and like you can just hear him on, I think it was like three songs and you're just like, oh man, you can, you can hear it. Like you can hear it. Like it's amazing. So, and I was an avid clips fan, which is really funny because a white guy from Canada listening to rap about selling Coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Hey, hey, did you Sorry. ever listen to, I've been meaning to ask you this and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get off, we're going to hang up this show, but I've been that, did you ever listen to, uh, what was his name? Uh, Cardinal Official. He was from Canada. Uh, he was a rapper from Canada. Yeah, not, not too Canada. much. I, I know, like, he, he's a radio dude. A lot of dude like, a lot of dudes like his stuff. And he does work with, like, Akon and stuff. And, really? yo, man, yeah, y'all can take what you got. Actually, I can't even, there's no one to brag on up here. Like, we have nobody <laughs> to brag on. Uh, like, I, I can't even brag about Drake because he's black. <laughs> I concur. Nobody at all. Uh, I concur. But, yeah, man. But um, yeah, I mean. Hey, well, let me tell you this, bro, man. It's 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 been fantastic being able to chop it up with you and to get your your heart behind some things, man, and and uh, just to listen to you tell your testimony and your story. You come up and and uh, and I'm gonna tell you, man, folks. Like, if you haven't yet, by all means, check out my man. His name. Josh Kreese. Let me let me spell it for you. J O S H K R I E S E. Yeah. Josh Kreese. Yeah. I I I before E. Stuff after C. Right. Josh Kreese. That's his name on Facebook. Aon is his name on Wax. If you go to his page, you can friend him. But you'll be able to go down and scroll down his uh, wall, and you'll see a link uh, to Bandcamp. And, and the name of the album is Though the Heavens Fall. And I'm, I'm going to tell y'all right now, it'll, it's worth your money. I mean, it's, it's on there for free. But when I say it's worth your money, drop that man some dust, please. Because it's, it's a good album. Like, even back like, it's just A-O-N hiphop.bandcamp.com. Yeah, A-O-N hiphop. Yeah, show it up. Yeah, hit, hit him up. Hit, hit him up. Go and check out his stuff. Also, don't forget, find us on, on, on Facebook, Be Not Deceived page. If you had not hit the like button on that page yet, please do. Uh, on that page, you will find uh, just some sound theology, some some exposing the false teachers, and some correction, some biblical correction, and and a few funny memes by my man Dwayne, who is MIA on this show, but I'm pretty sure he'll be back with us real soon. Um, also, uh, just keep us lifted as a team. Keep Josh lifted in prayer. Uh, just keep the uh, the body of Christ lifted in prayer. Um, and, and the whole to, anamorphic team. Keep us lifted, yes, the, man. Yeah, the whole anamorphic team. Yes, yes. Uh, be on the lookout for for for. Tell yeah. What other projects you got? No. So we got so me, Swin, Syd, and DJ One Nine. We all got a mixtape coming out. Uh, it's coming out uh, first, hopefully for, first quarter 2017. It features Reedby versus Tone Spain and Mario Esco from Wrath and Grace. Um, so that's what we got. And then I got a solo album coming out soon and a project with Hale featuring T Barlow and uh, results on that one as well. Oh my goodness. So, I'm on a song with yeah. my, my, my kids are going to flip when I tell them that. <laughs> 
check out and, and and just kind of forgot i mean i've been so so busy but like yeah i gotta remember to check him because god servant was always one of my favorites um yeah, yeah. he's we, we i i still bump like his stuff from his diadems album and uh yeah yeah yo like that joint is fire oh yeah and i've been bumping that new trip lee too <laughs> really yeah i actually dig it man right. i i, I like um, I went and bought it. I'm a I'm a subscriber to Apple Music, so I get a lot of music for free. But I still support artists I like, and that new Triple E is pretty dope, man. There's some solid songs on there. One about his dad dying, and then one about his health problems. So my favorite songs are Ready, Billion Years, and Longer. Those three songs make the whole project worthwhile to me. So I love it. Straight up, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go check those out. So, man, thank you again. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much for your time, bro, man. And uh, you know, we, we're gonna uh, go ahead when, when we put the show out there. We'll make sure you know and so forth, man. Uh, folks, you heard it from my man, my brother Josh. You heard his heart. I hope you guys check take the time out to listen to uh, his album. 
Check out some of what he said that he's listening to. Be on the lookout for some other projects from Anamorphic Music. I guarantee you will not be displeased. You will be satisfied. That's a true story. I, 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 you heard it here first on the bar. So, Josh, man, we're about to stab out. Uh, again, right. man, thank you for coming through. God bless you and your family. And, y'all, you know, yeah, just go ahead and get at me because I'm going to need to get some links from you. All right. I'll, I'll hit you up, bro. Yep, no problem. Till next time, folks, grace and peace. Thanks for listening. Catch some hate for this one. Real talk. Please hold your questions until the end. Let me get this out. Yeah. First off, let me say this ain't to act rude. But if I'm honest, man, I'd have to say it's past due. I hear the haters now. Yo, you ain't a black dude. Pardon me. Guess that's a valid reason to look past truth. Nah, I get it checked, and that's cool. That's what I had in mind. I'm just a white dude, not a black dude. Got a battle pride. But what if I had a black dude to validate everything I came to say? That's it. I hope y'all satisfied. That's enough. Hold up. Yo, let's get back to business. First off, let me state it plain. I'm a Christian. That means my conscience is held captive to the word of God. I hold to everything that's written in them sacred scriptures. With that said, any injustice here is evil, dude. But white cops ain't the only ones we speaking to. This goes to black, white, red, yellow, green, or blue. Justice applies to all colors. Hope you see the truth. That's why I'm screaming out that all lives matter, man. Ain't no differentiation. That was not his master plan. Keep your foolery, man. It ain't nothing new to me There's no such thing as slaves are free You agree what you believe Now everybody scream All lives matter, man Ain't no differentiation That was not his master plan Keep your foolery, man It ain't nothing new to me There's no such thing as slaves are free You agree, you cool with me? Now, I know a lot of y'all won't disagree You took the milk, but don't speak up before you get the meat Yeah, that was lawful and thoughtful But it's impossible without the gospel to bring peace That's what our mission be I know a lot of people turn around and knock police Black lives do matter, I wouldn't disagree But this is a sin issue, forget your skin tissue We all got a common need, we're the bond of free At this point, people start to diss and call me ignorant I'm just saying, you want justice, gotta be consistent We killing babies cause most just don't plan for parenthood How you fighting justice while supporting Planned Parenthood? What about the great physician? Yo, what the doctors say? We don't know, we all too busy listening to Dr. Dre Instead of taking time to stop and pray, we mock and play it down like it don't matter While them rappers hustle blocks of yay, at least that's what they say They talking, pull and shoot, kill the you turn around and try to act like they were bulletproof Hey yo, I'm so disgusted, I'm all for social justice But without Jesus, that's a band-aid for a bullet wound That's why I'm screaming now, all lives matter, man They know the Frenchiation, that was not his master plan Keep your foolery, man, it ain't nothing new to me There's no such thing as slaves are free You agree, what you believe, that everybody scream All lives matter, man Ain't no differentiation, that was not his master plan Keep your foolery, man, it ain't nothing new to me There's no such thing as slaves are free You agree, you cool with me? <laughs> you cool with me, dog? I'm against all forms of injustice The only way we ever gonna find peace is through Christ that means the gospel has to be at the forefront of everything we do.
including social justice and activism. And I'm not against social justice, let's just keep the main thing the main thing. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there